Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to have my next guest, Logan Johnston, who is Community Manager for Community and Impact Partnerships at Facebook. Today, Logan talks about how they are building community at Facebook and how their programs are giving community professionals the resources they need in order to build and scale their groups. Logan also shares his ideas for the future of the industry and the trends we should look out for. I'm so excited to have you, Logan. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Beth. Thanks for having me on. Okay, so to begin, typically I ask people to explain the company they work for, but I feel like a lot of people know what Facebook is. But maybe you could explain a little bit about what community building at Facebook looks like and what you do in your role. My role is community manager on the community and impact partnerships team at Facebook. I started with just community partnerships. And that looks like we have programs at Facebook that support top admins who are using the platform. And so these programs are identifying them and then bringing them into appropriate part of their life cycle where they'll be learning skills, developing teams, giving feedback to our product teams that our team takes and uses to recommend to which new products, which the next generation of products that we need to be built to enable these community leaders. And we even have programs that fund and train and help support these community leaders with like impact program that helps them to grow their social impact in the world. So very cool. Okay. Yeah. I think, I don't know if everybody knows that about Facebook, but I mean, we all know that they, you call yourselves the community platform and stuff. So it makes sense that you're putting money into and resources into training people to become better community professionals and community builders. Yeah. I think it goes both ways. I personally, I've been at in this role for about three years now and it goes both ways in that we want to support the top community leaders. We, as Facebook, they looked at the data on the platform and said like, wow, people who are in these groups, the members in these groups are connecting more authentically, more meaningfully. It has obvious benefits on one's mental health to feel a sense of belonging to anybody else like that shares like similar interests or localities to them. And so it's becoming a huge investment. I still remember where I was sitting before I was an employee at Facebook when Mark took the stage at a Facebook community summit, the first ever case of community summit, and announced that the mission statement of the company was changing to focus more on communities. Whereas before it was just focused on connecting people. Mm-hmm. And it's really, they really backed it up and not just to support community leaders, but also to get them involved in getting product feedback and shaping the future of the platform. Very cool. And so I feel like I can kind of empathize because I also run a community for community professionals. So it's like that level of inception. And so people often think that community professionals would be like the, you know, super members of a community and they're engaging all the time, but they're still lurkers and they're still super members of a community of community professionals. And so how are you, you know, dealing with drop off within the community when people join and then leave? How are you re-engaging with them? That's a great question. And I love relating to another community manager of community professionals because I feel like 
our members are amazing and they kind of get it on a new level and they can relate to the man, the community manager in a new way. I would say that like, I come from a background in startups and a lot of like did a lot of self-learning and I'm, and I love being on this team, which is also very like entrepreneurial and innovative. And so we are looking at everything as like an opportunity to learn. And so we, I would say that when we see people dropping off, like in a cohort or in perhaps not like adjusting, not integrating the content, the curriculum that we're sharing with them and not taking like new actions on platforms or, or adjusting to it. We see this as an opportunity to learn. And one, one benefit of our being a community leader in one of our programs is that there's a lot of programs. We kind of, we keep coming up with new ones. So first it was, we started with sort of like the top of the top, this, these one-to-one relationships between a partner manager and a community leader. And from there develops like leadership program, which is now the accelerator, which is seeking to just like work with a community leader over the course of a year. And we had like a little over a hundred in each round of accelerators. And it's in the first, it's the third year of that so far. And from that, we're like, okay, how do we trickle down a little bit and develop and like what other communities are out there that need support? And so now we have one called Facebook Community Learning Labs, which supports the largest groups on the platform, many of whom have like unique needs. Like these are places where admins are burning out more quickly because they have so many posts to approve and and so many um, members to go through and so many keyword alert notifications each day. And now we have a certification program. And where, which I know if you're following CMX, like we've shared a voucher code for that and we have a learning group and encourage everyone to join. But these are just different offerings. And I don't think we think that like some, we don't have to build a community unlike like say a brand where you just keep trying to grow one community over and over again. We look at a whole life cycle and if, and if someone isn't being served in one of our programs, it's like, it's okay because they have, Perhaps they've gotten enough out of the relationship. Perhaps they've gotten all of the content that they needed. And oftentimes we have something else for them. That makes sense. So you're looking at the community as more of a journey or a part of their journey within their community building career path. And so then what kind of metrics are you measuring for success? If it's okay for that community to like end or for people to end their journey with that community, what are the things that you're doing to measure success? Yeah, we're always looking at how well people are connecting and building safe communities. Just like, what is the, like, are we getting feedback that the content that we're sharing, the educational content that we're sharing is helpful? Is it helping them to understand the products better and use them more effectively? Is it helping them to grow their teams more confidently? We also are tracking feedback around like, is this helping a community leaders like emotional health and their mental health? Are they, do they feel like they are more at risk of burnout? Do they feel like they are resilient? Are they able to grow a team? Are they able to like, a lot of our questions in our communities, even though we're sharing educational content, a lot of the questions that we ask every week is just like, how are you, how are you managing like your health? We'll have like a wellness week in the group. We'll say like, here's like people sharing tips around like sleep. And did you know you can archive your group on the weekends just to take a break and know that you're not going to come back and everything's going to be on fire. So that's a big part of like the sense of belonging we try to create in these communities. And and also how for measurement, each of these programs are helmed by community experts um, regionally. And so we have 
communities for German speakers and communities in Middle East and Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa and communities in Asia Pacific. And so we are really also relying on our expert community managers in those groups to read the group, to hold like roundtable round table calls to talk and just to, even with all the data, like our favorite data is just like the sense of a community manager, their leadership and their ability to just read a group and, and to share back what's most important. You know, I think that there's always room for that like sense of success. And something I've actually added to my own reporting is like when I have the numbers there, I'm like, okay, you know, we had a 15% growth or we had a 15% decrease. And then I have a little thing that says gut check, question mark. And it's like green, yellow, or red. And that's just like, how do I feel about this? So I like that, the sense that it's working or the sense that it needs to be better. I think there's room for that. I like that a lot. I'll have to borrow that. And I think that's something that's really helpful in our communities of community managers is that they're getting exposure to other communities. And so like what ha- what's true in one community might not be true for another one. And so if they're sharing, but in these comments are just like dozens or hundreds of examples of how different communities are, are responding to conflict or something. And so I think it really helps these leaders to develop their it's like they're getting a great reading list or something. It's like helps to develop their appetite for having context and how they're going to approach a situation. Yeah, totally. Well, Logan, I feel like you have a really interesting perspective because you've obviously been in this position for three years. So you've seen a lot of communities come and go. You've seen a lot of communities launch. So I would love to hear from you. What do you feel like the future of community looks like? Yeah, actually, I'm thrilled to... I've started like just talking to community managers through CMX and just finding people who are running good communities. And so I've been really interested in how communities have been like playing with brands and sort of like the uptake of the concept of community. And we've seen it explode, especially in these last like couple of years where every business is labeling their marketing efforts, especially as a community. And something that I'm seeing as a trend is that there's beyond like businesses starting their own communities, brands starting their own communities, which they should. I'm seeing that there's a lot of opportunity for businesses to approach communities that already exist, like these interest-based communities or for interest-based communities to approach businesses, provide services and goods for their community. And that there's sort of the growth of the influencer and the creator economy has yet to really be understood at the at the community level. And these are interest-based communities that are, are like, there are millions and millions of them and they're engaged and they are ready to be supported and they're ready to have more organization and more sustainability. And I think we're going to see a, lo- a new suite of tools that make it really clear how these relationships between communities and brands can work and how they can function and, and who's in tools that make things more transparent and make it a little easier for everyone to connect and get more benefit out of being a community member. Very cool. Well, you heard it here first, folks. There you go. <laughs> That's the prediction. <laughs> I have one more. I, I made sure that the future of community is like, the reason why I got on this track myself was I just saw that this is like the space to be in. This is a really exciting time to be a, a community manager or even just the first marketer on your team to start thinking about community management. And I see that there's a future that isn't as like 
scroll-based, isn't as newsfeed-based. We are trying to do a lot of connection through these like rectangles and through hoping you catch something that's meaningful to you like by scrolling through it on your phone. And you think about it, these like devices weren't created, they were created to run apps and they're created to like do work and stuff. They weren't necessarily created to do meaningful connection. And so I, I, I'm excited about a future of like in-person, like what does in-person events look like given like a more augment, a layer that's more augmented with like community what does the future of mixed reality look like? So I would encourage community managers to develop those like those skills of continue to be like an in-person engaged video or audio or even augmented or virtual reality based community builder. Cool. I mean, the VR world, I'm one of those people who's like afraid of it and not understanding it. But I agree with you. I feel like there's a lot going on right now in the event space for VR and AR and all the other R's. And so, yeah, it's like time to just just stop being afraid and read a blog post about it. (laughs) (laughs) I've been feeling the same way, to be honest. Like the aha moment of it, of VR really kind of comes when you actually have a headset on and you realize that it's like, oh, it's like kind of more natural. Like I've seen sort of like where there's stories of, going to like indigenous tribes in South America and giving them like trying to tell their stories and stuff. Then finally just people, not these nonprofit or these NGOs would just give them an iPad and the navigation on an iPad was easy enough that they could just capture their own footage and tell their own stories. And I've seen people take to VR who have a lot of trouble navigating a keyboard and a uh, like desktop operating system. They just start picking things up and moving things around and, and connecting with other people in VR pretty easily. So it should only get easier. It should only get more natural. Yeah. Well, how about this, Logan? How about this time next year, we have the same conversation and we'll talk about the event space and where we've come in one year. Deal? Deal. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right. We have time for one last question. I do ask everybody this question. So who is a community builder that you would love to grab lunch with? Yeah. I know this question, perhaps it's like an aspirational one where you say like, oh, this like great thought leader or influential person who wrote a great book. And I, I, there's, I have a list of those. I'm receiving most of their newsletters. But at this point in what we've been through in the last year, I would first want to say I want to grab lunch with like the, the community builders who are in my programs. So we've just been connecting on Zoom and we've been building all these like great sense of connections and staying updated. And at this point, we're just sharing each other like what food we've been eating and what the view looks like outside your window. And I just love to like have lunch with them, but I do want to give one particular shout out to someone who I met actually at a a CMX event and who later I saw them take the stage. And then I just tried to connect and then we jumped into her community and she later recommended me into Facebook. And that's uh, Susie Nelson. Shout out. I'd love to grab lunch with you. You've been on maternity leave for last little bit. So I haven't been having as much Susie in my life, but it'd be great. Great to reflect on the last couple of years. Well, that's so lovely, I'm sure. Susie, wherever you are, take Logan for lunch when you can. (laughs) Susie's just over the bridge. I'm sure it'll happen soon. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Logan. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you. Yeah, it's an honor. And if there's any way that that I, I would encourage everyone to join the learning group for certification, just because that's the place that we get to hang out and talk and where I get to support community professionals on their journey, wherever they are. Awesome. Thanks, Logan. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre. <laughs>